Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Welcome to a very Subway series, Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I'm JB in the cage, setting up the machine for Jim Duquette and Jeff Nelson on location in Balmy, Bronx. Guys, how you doing up there, and uh, what do you anticipate early in this Subway series? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's very balmy. I think it's going to be in the 30s by the time the game starts. This is like World Series weather. Oh. I mean, the last time in 2000 when these two teams faced each other in the World Series, the weather was kind of like this. Yeah, it, that ring, that's my ring right there that he took from us in 2000. Oh, no, he didn't have the championship ring on there. Usually I rub it in a little bit. And and say, hey, you that know was the last time we had some yes. juice in this series. Exactly. Was 2000, and now I think. you have two first-place teams. How about that? Uh, that's got to be one of the biggest uh, ongoing conversations about this. Edward Jones, Chatting Cage, folks, you know you the fans, you're the engine of the show. Get your webcam fired up. Join Nelly Duke, myself, right here in the show. Your frame will be right over there. One of these sides, you'll be a big part of the show. Meanwhile, I'll go to Twitter and we'll keep things going along. Nelson, I'm just going to go for uh, one big question because most of it's about how you plunk guys from the mound. So uh, let's go with this. Agrosh16 <laughs> wants to know uh, uh, what was it like for you, Nelly, when you drilled Lloyd? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, after watching some of the highlights of some of the brawls involving Kansas City, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, we didn't miss. You know, just I'm just saying I didn't have to throw it behind anyone. I didn't miss. If I wanted to hit someone, I was going to hit someone, and then we ended it. Now a lot of these guys are throwing behind everybody, over top their head, and all of a sudden causing all kinds of problems. So my advice to all the guys around the league, don't miss. Don't miss. <laughs> That's right. The behind-the-back warning shot is not as interesting as anything else. This is the Edward Jones chatting no. cage. Jim Duquette, no. Jeff Nelson, I'm JB. Fans, get your webcam fired up. Join us right here on the show, just like this fan right here. What's your name, where you're from, what's your question? Hi, my name is Brandon. I'm from... Uh... Uh, New Canaan, Connecticut, and I had a question uh, regarding uh, your pitching. Jeff, uh, I know you were a very good slider thrower, and I wanted to know how you threw your slider. Well, I just I basically took you know one of the seams. When I got a big seam on the baseball, and if I didn't like them, I would always throw it back to the umpire until I got a ball that I liked, and and then I would put my middle finger alongside one of the big seams, and I put my two fingers together, and I snap real hard. You know, I I, I did it as as much as possible. Yes, I can't straighten mar- out my arm now. I've had five surgeries to room- <laughs> remove some bone chips, but it was definitely worth it. So it was uh, it was a definitely a good pitch for me. And, you know, I think that's sometimes what I'm known for. Oh, he's definitely known for that. There's no doubt. I mean, the slider, I mean, that was probably one of the nastiest pitches during that period of time when you pitched. I don't know if there was a, a, a guy who had a better slider than, than Nelly. And that's what made him so fearful on the mound to, to opposing hitters. You know, definitely one of the great forces. As we know, our friend Frank Thomas will constantly check that slider is the reason he couldn't hit <laughs> Nelly. And every time we get him together, Nelly's make, make sure to point that out. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Jeff Nelson, Jim Duquette, JB, and the fans, just like this fan right here. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question? Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm in New Jersey. And this question's for Jim. Um, what player up to this point in the season has really impressed you? Well, in this series, Lucas Dude is probably the one that's impressed me the most, the way he's handled himself, the way he's really grown and developed as a hitter, the way he's gone, he uses the whole field. He's shown a little bit of power, too. We saw 30 home runs out of him last year. What's really impressed me so far is how he's hit left-handers. In the past, his uh, batting average against lefties has been under 200. So far this year, he's 7 for 14. He's really focused. He and, and Kevin Long, the hitting coach, have really focused on uh, to keeping that front shoulder in and trying to hit the ball the other way, look for breaking stuff away and go the other way with it. And it's really been right. effective, Nelly. Right. I think so, too. You know, they get rid of, they make that decision, get rid of Ike Davis last year, let him to have the full-time first base job. And he's really improved and really shown that, hey, I want to be the everyday guy. 
there you have it, folks. Lucas Duda gets the uh, not, not, name that's fun to say, also gets the name check for being the guy's most impressive, especially as we head into the Subway Series. Between the, uh, I'm going to go uh, to Twitter for you guys. Uh, Alice is over. Um, are you more surprised by the Yankees start or the Mets start? I'm more surprised with the Mets start just because I, I thought they were going to be good. But, it, you know, when you have a streak like this, 11 games uh, in a row and you win, I mean, that's unusual. And, and I don't know, even with some of the good Yankee right. teams, you didn't go think through many streaks that, no. like this. You know, you, what you try to do is you limit the, the losing streaks and you try to w put together, you know, five or six game win streaks or you win series. And so, you know, the impressive thing for me so far is that a lot of the things that have gone well for the Mets have gotten the right bounces some of the bad defense or poor defense that they've shown on occasion hasn't hurt them. They've gotten really good pitching. Their bullpen, Terry Collins, has done a great job of piecing together you know, a bullpen that had uh, it was a little bit short after Mejia was suspended. So they've had a lot of good things going going well for them. So I'm more surprised about the Mets. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to say both. You know, I don't think either team was picked to be where they are right now. You know, the Mets was kind of in the middle of the pack. The Marlins and the Nationals aren't playing well, especially the Marlins. They're supposed to be picked to be the one-two teams in the National League East, and the Yankees were supposed to be in the middle of the road too, possibly fourth in the AL East uh, as of now. It's supposed to be the Red Sox and Jays, which they're tied with for first place, and then also the Orioles are supposed to creep up there. So I'm going to say both. Both teams are getting a great starting pitching. They're starting to hit the ball. The Yankees had an outstanding road trip, you know, sweeping the Rays after losing two or three in Baltimore, and then going into Detroit, who was really hot, and going into the weather conditions and winning three out of four. So I'm going to say both. All right, there you have it, folks, as we are all sort of surprised that uh, it's two teams with at least a share heading into the Bronx to square off in this Subway Series, which has October flavor because it's going to be 30 degrees at first pitch. Uh, another fan steps in the cage. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question? My name is uh, Ben Sheridan. I'm from Rochester, New York. Uh, first of all, Jeff, thank you for all the uh, great Yankee memories. Um, my question is, how do thank you feel you. about having your uh, your signature uh, fake, to fake to third, throw to first uh, pickoff move banned from uh, MLB. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they're always trying to speed up the game, and they had to use me as an example. You know, now I don't get mentioned on the S, work at, the S network anymore, unless, like, the other night I was watching and they showed a brawl. You know, all the brawls that are happening with Kansas City and, and the White Sox and, you know, the A's, they showed a brawl between us and I think it was the Orioles. Right. You know, so that's the only time I get mentioned if something happens during then. Now that my move's gone, it's worldwide, you know, league-wide. I see it in Little League. I see it in high school and college. Nobody can do it anymore. A little disappointing. You know, I think it worked once out of 100 times that right, I've right. used it, so – you know, I don't think it works very often, but every once in a while you'll catch that not-so-smart base runner off at first. Duke, do you miss that move at all? No, I don't miss it at all. I'm <laughs> glad that Nelly's out of it. We don't have to mention him anymore. No, no. no I mean, the third or first move, like you, no, you mentioned, I mean, it didn't work very much, didn't work a lot, but, it, you know, every once in a while you'd catch a guy off base. It really, you know, it's debatable whether it held the, it slowed down the running game or not. I, you know, I think that it was one, it's one less thing that the runner at first has to worry about now, and I think, you know, if you hold runners well, I think you can keep him from running to second base anyway. And so I don't, you know, in the spirit of speeding up the game, I don't have a huge problem getting rid of it. <laughs> and I use it only mainly because I didn't, you know, I was kind of in, indecisive about what pitch to use. You know, sometimes right. I'd get a grip and I'd say I go for, I'll go first to, you know, third to first just right. because I wanted to throw another pitch and right. get a different grip or I didn't have a good grip on a slider or a fastball. So I didn't use it a lot of times to get the guy at first. I was right. just like, okay, I got to get a better grip on the baseball. <laughs> I'm going to try to not balk here. See, another reason why to get rid of it. <laughs> another reason. Get rid of it. <laughs> Hashtag Ban Nelly is uh, trending on Twitter right now. Let's go yeah, to. There uh, we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jody's Hero wants to know, uh, other than the Subway Series, for each of you, what's been the most interesting storyline in the young 2015 season? 
Well, for me, I think some of the teams like Detroit and Kansas City in the American League Central uh, have been pretty exciting. I wasn't sure how the Royals were going to be this year coming back off of their successful season, but sometimes you see a little bit of a lull. So I think they surprised me a little bit. I I'm really was a little uncertain how the Padres, how that look would, all the moves they made this winter, if they would get off to a good start or not, and they have, and they have an, uh, an important series against the Dodgers this weekend. So I'd say those three, you know, in addition to the Mets and the Yankees, are the nice uh, stories for me. Right, the biggest surprise, I'm going to go with my old team in Seattle, with the Seattle Mariners. You know, their starting rotation really picked to be one of the top starting rotations in the American League, and they've really faltered. You have Ibukuma, Paxton, and Walker, who Walker had a tremendous spring, and this just shows how much spring numbers mean. Basically nothing. He threw well the last time out, but the previous first few starts were really struggled. Paxton hasn't thrown well. Iwakuma has been get hit hard. But luckily, Hernandez is there and has been pretty solid. And even their bullpen has struggled in some ways. And their, their hitting is starting to come around. And the other team is Miami. I mean, the Marlins, you know, with the start that they've gotten off to, what they've done in the offseason to improve their team and also improve their starting rotation and offense, to be last in the league is a big surprise to me. Walter Heisenberg, oh, great name, wants to know, what have been your impressions of the new rate of play rules? Duke, start it off. I like them. Uh, you know, no, I like them. I mean, you look at the, you know, the one where the hitter, you know, has to stay in the box, and then all of a sudden in May, I think they're going to start getting fined if the umpire has to say something to them. So I like it. You know, you know, I know that you talk to the hitters, it kind of throws them off because it's all about rhythm, and the only reason why they step out of the batter's box is to, you know, adjust their gloves or do whatever or, or think about the next pitch that's coming or, or try to read the pitcher or the, read the situation and look at the infields where they're defending him. But I like it. You know, we've seen a lot of games under, th under the three-hour mark, so I think that's what everybody wants. I don't think it's impacted the game either, the level no. of play. You know, that's the one thing you want to make sure whenever you make these type of changes is does it impact the, the offense? adversely I don't think so you're right I think the, the the hitters were the ones that maybe were the most impacted I think it always starts with the pitcher the pitcher gets on their, on their mound he gets a sign he, he delivers the pitch right. you know it, it really starts with them so all of the other things kind of uh, that that wrapped into that getting ready as soon as you come back from a commercial a lot of times I'm watching now pitchers are almost ready to throw the pitch right. as they're coming back from the commercial you know hopefully you don't miss a pitch but it, you know it's been that quick and that tight and you know what I thought there was a lot of dead time around the game so they've they've tied that up and tighten it up a little bit and I think you see it you know you get to the seventh inning now and, and it's about two hours and 15 minutes and right. if you're you're a family of young kids you're inclined to maybe stay there the next half an hour to watch the finish rather than oh geez it's only in the fifth inning after two hours I better take these guys home so I think that you know aspect of it for fans is good too and if we were playing in this kind of weather you want speed up rules so I mean you're yeah. talking about 30 degrees and people are out mm -hmm. watching this game and, and it's going to be under three hours they kind of like right. that and get yeah. home before 10 or 10 30. Uh, it is certainly, I think, uh, all that speaks to what you, you guys address, which is the experience, not just watching at home, but actually being at the ball club, at the ballpark. You want that to be something that's enjoyable, and that seems to be at least helping there. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Fans are the engine, just like this fan right here. What's your name? Where are you from? What is your question for the Subway Series teams? Hi, my name is Dana. I'm from Queens, New York, and my question towards Jim and Jeff is, who are your early MVP and um, Cy Young? Predictions, choices. Different leagues, obviously, within in the American League. I'll stick with Mike Trout, who I picked. Uh, you know, the preseason. I mean, he's certainly one of the top players. I think in the National League, for me. Uh, I would go with a guy like Adrian Gonzalez, who's off to such a good start out there in L.A. with the Dodgers. Oh, for the, so those are the two from the MVP. And the Cy Young, so hard to, to, to figure. You know, Kershaw's off to a slow start. I picked Harvey. 
Uh, DeGrom might be the best guy right now on the Mets staff, so I'd throw him probably in the National League just for a different name in the American League. I'm not sure who comes to, to mind. You know, Chris Sale, some of the some of the dominating guys. Uh, you know, might might be, uh, but it's so so early for me. I, it may be. You know, I'll throw Sale into the mix right now. What about you? Yeah, pitching wise, I like Felix Hernandez out in Seattle, and you know, Wayne Wright with the Cardinals. He's done an outstanding job with them to get out and get that team off to a great start. MVP, I don't think he can get away from Trout. He's done right. a tremendous job. And, you know, even Adam Jones with the Orioles is getting off to a great start. You know, such a force into that lineup. The National League, you know, you know, it, it's kind of tough. You know, open, you yeah. look you look, uh, look it out with the Dodgers. You have Adrian Gonzalez, like you just mentioned, what a great start he's gotten off to. So it's really early. It, it's Matt fun Carpenter to watch. Matt Carpenter with the Cardinals. Off right, exactly. Stuff. Matt Carpenter, you know, he's gotten off to a great start. So it's really early. You know, I would like to you getting through the first month and getting through maybe the first couple months or three months is when guys start and teams start separating themselves. We will certainly keep our eyes on that. You're both on record with Agon now, and that will we'll hold you to that until uh, September. So thanks for doing sure. that for us. Until it changes. I know it's very cold out there. You're both very delicate, so let's wrap this thing up. How do you guys feel you did? It was a pretty good Subway Series tandem in there. Before we do say goodbye, though, who's taking the series from each one of you? I, I gotta go with the Mets. They're better. so hot right now, two or three, and the pitching matches matches up better for the Mets just when they have Degrom and Harvey and Nice. Uh, the Mets don't have to face Tanaka, and they have Pineda tonight. But I, I feel like at least from uh, on the surface, they have the uh, they have the advantage early going into it. What about you? Yeah, you know I agree with Duke, but I gotta have to go with the Yankees only because I played there. Even though I agree with everything that he, <laughs> he said, he wants to get out of here alive and all that other stuff. But I'm gonna go with the Yankees. You know they're hot right now. They're coming off a great road trip. They've won the last six games out of seven. So. You know, I'm just going to say New York Yankees because they are here. They're going to get a lot of backing, even though a lot of Mets fans have come over and purchased tickets. It's going to be a great Subway Series. And, you know, one thing that happened in 2000, JB, is that the Mets like to talk a little smack, and it kind of backfired <laughs> with them in 2000. The Yankees kind of do it on the field. A little bit of advice, maybe Duke can go over there and give him a little <laughs> advice. Don't start just talking smack in the paper. I read the back page. It says it's our turn. You know, let's just play who it out that, and see how way. it feels. Who, I don't know. It? it just said, uh, you know, I don't know Wendell? who it was. Somebody but like Somebody said it's our turn now. You know, do it on the field. The Yankees, they never talk smack. They're the ones that wind up, uh, you know, ahead and getting the this last This is what laugh. I have to put up with. That's why yeah. I'm glad they banned the third the same to first way. Move, we had all, We're winning in five games. The Yankees are old. They're done. They're, you know, well, you know what? I think we won in five, didn't we? I think yeah, so. I think we did. I don't know. My memory's foggy. <laughs> Memory about that. That season in particular, <laughs> something happens in October. I don't remember exactly what it was. All right. Well, uh, Jeff, not a surprising pick. Because I'm sure you probably would be let back up in the suite if you didn't pick the Yankees. So we got to know that. <laughs> I want to thank you, too, as always, for hanging out with us. A, a real pleasure. Get, get somewhere, get warm. Uh, thanks again. Thanks, you. All right, see, see you, JB. And fans, as always, thank you for being part of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. We'll see you next time.